salute or like some kind of how you doing bro happy new year new year new me new look go for the uh go for the look the beard and the spikes i was always jealous of at, at primary school well the beard started because my sons can grow proper like hipster but i could never do it so i thought first time in my life i'm gonna try to grow a beard but i just end up looking like either i'm homeless or a member of the pokes or um i look like a hasidic jew in, in the making because it's all under here. I should be on some kind of farm in Pennsylvania with <laughs> brother Jonathan. I'm looking forward to when I can start hiding bits of food in it. You don't get peckish in the night. You just go, well, just, just that cherry tomato. I'm loving. That's, that's proper nasty. You're not going to go that long, surely? I don't know. I might go ZZ Top. I went into my armpits. You're all going like that with my beard top. Into my armpits. What's good, man? I want to talk to you about a track. Uh, in particular... I want to talk to is you it about, one of your own ones? Is it one of your... It is not one of my own ones, but this dude, he inspired me as a rapper. He has inspired me over years and years and years. And he passed away on October the 31st last year. The guy's name is Daniel Dumil, and he's better known as MF Doom. MF, Metal Face Doom. Um, That's nice. His friends call him Metal or Metal Face. What? I don't work. Basically, he wears a mask, yeah, because he wanted to... Uh, kind of when he was on stage he didn't want people to be like judging him by how he looks not by how he looks but like not going oh yeah i want to have this gold chain and that sort of thing he's kind of like a anti-hero like a super villain that was his like character could just grow a beard uh (laughs) just saying i'm just i'm not trying to in any way give uh hip-hop tips i'm just saying beard i need a mask he smashed it man and the way he rapped was always like, I don't know, interesting. Check the track, yeah. This track's called... Uh, Come on, man. I'm on it. I'm on it. El Chupa Nibre. Um, check it. Bad man. Bahad man. What was that then? What was that all about then? Was that? Um, you have to check it, man. He's like your favourite rapper's favourite rapper. Um, right. I think what I need to do is get a favourite rapper. <laughs> that's that's probably. And then gonna... when you find them, their favourite rapper will be the late great MF Doom. MF Doom. I'm just going to write that down on a bit of paper. Mm-hmm. MF. Doom. He has a few aliases. And if I put MF Doom, I like. If I put the IL for I like, MF Doom, IL, then I'll know MF Doom, I like. But if I put the IL between the M and the F, it's going to look like MILF Doom, isn't it? It's probably best not put the IL on there to stay down. I'm loving the way you've got some shorthand business going on out there. Because what's going to happen is she's going to come in to the office later on and go, Who's this MILF called Doom? What's it all about? Do you know, this is now, you're almost in danger, do you know, people don't who know about shorthand. <laughs> like, is, that know, an, is that another rapper, shorthand? You need rapper. to share that skill right there. <laughs> <laughs> he 
Is Shorthand another rapper or was that Jeremy Beadle? Another sure. Another sure. Maybe he Too was soon. a rapper. Maybe he was a rapper. Too soon. He's not been gone that long. So why was he inspired you? How did he inspire you? What did he inspire you he, to do? He in particular, he inspired me to write a tune, but this wasn't where I was going with this. But like the way he raps is if if you were to listen to his track and try and predict what he's going to say, you never could. He's like just completely and he's real. He doesn't like say stuff like, oh, look at my gold, look at my chain. Do you know what I mean? He's like a real brother. Never chatted any of that foolishness. And, yeah, uh, I had an uncle once with Alzheimer's. He was a bit like that. Never knew what he was going to come out with. Shocking. I <laughs> I wanted to uh, write a rhyme inspired by Doom. Not oh, it, this was before this is before his passing. This was because like this is how much I like. I wouldn't say idolised him, but I liked his his rhyme patterns were interesting. So he used to talk of himself in the third person a lot. You know, what I mean? right. like he's telling like a comic book story. Do you know what I'm saying? But how did he talk about himself in the third person? So this is how I wrote this rhyme in style of him, right? So okay, cool. his swagger was leading, JP's flows, comatose, and left her untrained ear bleeding. Happiness showed he was succeeding. Truth told, knew what he knew, took him no closer to the meaning. That sort of rhyme pattern. Anyone who like is loving off Doom, man. Uh, if I if I did him an injustice, then apologies out there. But that's the voice that my missus uses when she's telling me off. So I couldn't really listen to that. You didn't put the bin out. Now I'm <laughs> out. So uh, that's probably why. I, that's probably why I've avoided his music up to now. Really, I'm like, is that too much like Tasha, mate? That's your problem, Doom. <laughs> Would it be Mr. F, Mr. MF, or would it be Mr. Doom? MF Doom on its own would be enough. It'd, it'd probably be cool for that. But that's like one of them kind of strange names that people give their kids these days. Anyway, like, oh, look, this is my child, Woofton. Irish names are like that. N-I-A-M-H, Neve. How's that work? <laughs> Nymph. This is Nymph. And this is Woofton. It's just not, no. Uh, the other one that really gets me is Quimahoho, Moho. Like that Liverpool goalie last week, Quimaha is Kevin, uh, but it's spelled C O I A M H O M I H, something like that. Where's that from? That's just from someone getting drunk at a pub in Dublin, <laughs> and then turn up. What nerve you give this child? Ah, Quimaha. We call him Kevin, possibly. Anyway, come on, man, it's tune time. What the tune? Go. What, what's I your tune? I can't believe you. Doom and gloom living in the past, man. I'm living in the present, you know. Taking back power here. Taking it back, mate. The whole wide world is raining down on you. Boots your courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Yeehaw, buddy. Yeehaw. Hey, what's your track? Who's it by? It's by a guy called Toby Keith. It's called Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. It's all about how America don't take no prisoners, more folk. Statue of Liberty is waving her fist. Just amazing. Make sure to go out and just invade other countries and take stuff. I'm sure everybody has seen in the last few days uh, some madness going on. I think madness is fair, isn't it? Like, Don't tell what happens in the end. I haven't watched all of it yet. I just said madness there. And I'm just imagining madness outside Capitol Hill, like doing a track. Do you mean Suggs and that? Um, do you think um, you know like sometimes you say something when you've had a drink maybe uh, you know everyone's got into a fight like come on they're not scared of you I think that Donald Trump's a bit like that I just think it's like the bloke down the pub who'll go 
You can let him talk to you like that. Get over there and smash his face in. You won't be able to just get my coat. That's what will happen. I'm going to walk with you, sir. I'm going to march right alongside you. Yeah. I've, I've, just got, I've just got, I think I left something on in the oven. For real. For real. There was a madness. Obviously, there was the military. Was, was it a coup? What, what are we calling this? Like, a whole heap of people who started off as protesters, like, storming the Capitol oh. Hill building, uh, which would be the Parliament building in America, right? I think it's uh, a, a whole leap of mandem is the uh, <laughs> a whole leap of mandem a whole leap of mandem and tutu galdem too just see one black geezer in the middle of it all just, that's what really made me laugh so much there's all these rednecks right now eat, look, I'm a white man if I see rednecks I'm like yeah that's I'll be just going to go that way you know I see like that confederate flag I'll be like yeah I'm just but there's this black bloke in the middle of it all like He's probably got me going. My friends, they, they told me to meet me at four, you know. Where are they? They said spear. I'm going to go back to that as well, though, because you said to me about the uh, about the reaction, right? Did you not say something to me about the reaction of the, the state towards this protest, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All bizarre. So, all like, bizarre. in comparison to... A lot of people were saying in comparison to um, the Black Lives Matter protests and how heavy-handed the police and the military and... You know what I mean? So the defence forces were... How is that fair that, like, one and... I just think, like... I don't know, man. Don't get it twisted. There was, like, loads of black people storming the Capitol Hill as well. I'm not saying, like, there would have been... Like, oh, yeah, there, was, there wasn't just one black man. Do you know what I mean? I didn't see just one. From what three. I see... There's maybe a fat one and a skinny one <laughs> and a woman selling hot dogs. That's what I saw. <laughs> She's like, oh, Lord, I can get some money here. Up there with a little trolley of hot dogs on it. That's <laughs> it. I mean, people have I offended so far. Look, here's the thing, right? <laughs> I just think, look, as a black man, if the National Front are going to tear up Parliament, you're going to go, I want to tear up Parliament too. I thought go with these guys. They, uh, you go that way. I'll, can I tag along? <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. That Confederate flag, I'm, you know, I've only seen it in films, but even I'm like... I'll be honest, I'm going to tell you a true story now, right? Um, I have a friend from America. Um, friend, yeah. <sighs> From a long time ago, yeah, a friend of mine used to, like, collect stuff who I used to live with. Uh, he used to, like, um, work for Vivian Westwood and stuff. So he used to, like, collect interesting stuff. And one day he, he left the country and he had this um, corgi toy that was worth a certain amount, but he had to sell it quick and couldn't get what it was worth. So he just gave it to me. And I kept the toy because he was a good mate. And then when I come to my own place, I put it up. And um, my American friend came over the first time and stayed at mine, like, for a couple of weeks. And then... They went back home and then the second time they were like, look, I've really got to ask you, how come you've got a Dukes of Hazard car? Like you've got a Confederate flag up in your house. You know, I was, boys. Like, I was like, what do you mean? And then I obviously had to, I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. I weren't taught about that at school. I'm not saying that that's what it's about, but I wasn't taught at school about the American War of Independence and to understand how deep that was and how that sign is, is pro-slavery. Do you know what I mean? Like pro-slavery, that's what it is. It's not really associated with nice things. Although, Daisy Duke got to be one of the hottest women ever to appear on television. You can put your comments in a box. If I'm saying the wrong thing, that's me, isn't it? I can't help myself, right? Of an age, though, isn't it? I mean, if you're, if you're spiking your hair tonight, then maybe... Listen, mate, back in my day, yeah? <laughs> back in my day, during the war... If you're getting the Dax wax out... During the war! The guy whose song I played you, uh, courtesy of the Red, White, Blue, Toby Keith, He's got this great song called I'm Not As Good As I Once Was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. Hell yeah. 
USA, USA, America. <laughs> That's what really made me laugh so much. They're marching into the Capitol building and USA, America. They only worked out their tunes before they went. <laughs> They've got no chance. They're like, I thought you was bringing them. It was such a madness, mate. It was such a madness. Because, like, for me, I remember when I was, um, so a few years ago, I was my uh, best friend's best man. And I booked and organised the stag. And stupidly, I organised for us to um, do paintball. And when we went to the paintball, oh, they made me wear an orange boiler suit. Oh, okay. Because that orange boiler suit made me stand out, right? Yeah. I stood out. And me standing out in an orange boiler suit in the middle of the woods... Made me a target. Yeah. But there was the dude in Capitol Hill wearing the horns, yeah, in that protest. Isn't it? Dressed like this boogie is for real with a whole heap of canned heat. But he definitely didn't operate like deeper underground. Get me? (laughs) He was too young to die though, wasn't he? He was that guy with that outfit on. What you didn't see was about three rows behind him, there was a guy who just looked like he'd just come off a construction site. And, I'm, and then there's a policeman. I'm thinking, this is the village people get back together. Mate. That's what's happening. <laughs> That's what's going on. But some of the madness, like some one dude, he had his like work lanyard on. Yeah. yeah. Busting the work lanyard with his name in his face and everything. Obviously lost his job. Like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't even know where to start to comment on that. I don't even know if it's for me to comment on that. But it was a madness. Get off the fence, man. What's the matter with you? Well, I just Have feel a... like if I was to walk in... I don't know, I think it happened in the UK a little while ago. One person tried to get through somewhere towards outside of Parliament. That ended up in them getting shot. Yeah, but like, yeah. in, and that's in the UK where not every policeman carries a gun. Do you know what I mean? I, I they do tend to shoot you if you try to storm Parliament. It's, it's something that's universal. It's clearly not. That's the thing, isn't it? Well, it's just hilariously. What's funny was all them um, out of shape people trying to climb the wall and get like, <laughs> Half went and go, <laughs> bad idea. I would have got there. If I was in that demonstration, I would have seen how many, I'm like, yeah, we're going to store the building. Yeah, we're going to take power. Yeah. Hang on, that's about 200 steps. Man. I can't do that. I've got, is there a lift? Is it like a disabled ramp or something? I just don't understand anyway. Like, you know, like there's a person with the lectern, um, Pelosi's lectern. Not, what, what was he thinking? He's going to bring it home to his wife and go, got you this. Like, where did you get that from? A happy birthday. Now you stole that. We saw you on the television. I made it in the garage. Swear down. Swear God. Do you know what I mean? It's a madness, mate. It's a madness. But what did what you got? To, like in all seriousness, remember is that Donald Trump got seventy-seven million votes. That's... Yeah, but next man got eighty-five million, isn't it? I know that's well, a lot. He just got like seventy-seven and one because he cheated. He <laughs> goes. He got his mum to vote because Donald Trump ain't got no mum, so he missed that. How many votes do you think Boris got at the last election? The Tories got? Uh, uh, 20 mil. 14. 14 million. And, you know, that just shows, really, what we got, 60 million in this country and 14 million vote for him. That's a lot of people that have supported Trump, man. I told you when I went there a couple of years ago and I did a But it's a different kind of race, though, isn't it, though? As in, oh, like, there's two people in their race. There's way more people in the country. So you kind of, that doesn't work. That, that's not a straight comparison. I know what you're saying. It is a hell of a lot of people. But like here, it wasn't like people were just voting Corbyn or Boris, was it? No, it was voting Boris or Boris. Because no one's going to vote for Corbyn. 
Yeah, but there was what I'm saying is I can't even remember now. But there was other things. Do you know your teacher? Are you gonna put him in charge for? He's <laughs> never gonna get awards. Be no fun. That was a killjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Donald, big Don. I've done a pub. I'm like, listen, if you put me in charge, that's what I'll be. I'll build a big wall, right? Big wall. I'll keep them out, won't it? <laughs> you want know, ladders, Don? What about ladders? <laughs> the thing is, though, that people don't realise that there was a big wall a lot of the way. There's, there's quite a lot of wall there anyway. Do you understand what I'm saying? Fence, wall and that. Like, I don't know, man. One thing I've struggled with a little bit in the lockdown is, is as I've said in previous like, vlogs, realising that people choose not to think for themselves. So, like, because you, we're checking our phones a lot more. Do you know what I mean? We're looking at media a lot more or whatever and not giving us or watching television, not giving ourselves that time just to think and sit and ponder because we feel, oh, we're bored. So we try and do something we've watched because there's so many things you can watch. And I feel like it stops people from um, having the the sense and the sense to, to think for themselves. It's because people have too much time on their hands, man, because they're lazy, right? What you need is a good, strong, conservative government. Get rid of benefits. Get rid of school. Everybody, get kids up the chimneys. Get them working That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, like, um, so, okay, back in the day, when maybe in the late 80s, uh, if you went to prison, they brought this new thing in that if you were to behave well, because of technology, they could give you an electronic tag for good behavior and you could be released early right which would bring you back into society but you'd have a curfew right and you have to be at home at a certain point and this thing on your ankle which you couldn't take off then would say whether you've met the laws the rules of your parole or probation maybe i don't know which word it is one of the two um and you you'd maybe be able to spend the rest of your time out of prison but under curfew right rest of your sentence unless Unless you had tinfoil. You just used to wrap tinfoil around it and it wouldn't go off. You could just go out with it, apparently. I didn't know this. I'm sure the tech's probably a bit better now, but maybe that Did worked they back not? Then. Did they not have that in the hood in Kettering? I don't, I don't know, man. I just knew yeah. this I just knew this thing I happened. Know. In the Kettering, St Albans. I'd have been... the Over there. Fort. By the ruins. The hood. Over by the hood. Tags. What are you getting up about? Where's this from? Right, listen, no, listen, yeah, that was, a, that, was a, that was a punishment, yeah, that was a punishment back then, whereas nowadays, people choose that for pleasure, so, like, when you go somewhere, they'll check in, check in, check in, check in, show everyone what they're doing, where they're at, like, that is now life, you understand what I'm saying? I feel like, um, that kind of contributes to people, all, like, you'll speak to someone now, and they'll be like, oh, how are you, and they'll be like, oh, miserable, innit, lockdown, so on, so I don't know, man. There's a lot to be grateful for, man. Put your phone down for a minute. Think about what you've got to be grateful for. Maybe you won't think things are so miserable. I'm not saying things are like amazing, but we've all got something that we could be grateful for if we just stop looking at the rhetoric on our phones. Of, what have you got to be grateful for? Come on, let's have a little to you right now, mate. Gratitude section. La, 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 la. It's time for the Two Johns Gratitude section. Gratitude section. So I listened to MF Doom from when I was a kid and I managed to get... In my life, I managed to get to a point where I could write a rap that I felt was inspired by him. I remember when I was a real you, I couldn't even write raps. I couldn't even, they weren't musical. I had to learn them things. Do you know what I mean? Or like persevere. Times, it? So yeah, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Back in the hood in the Kettering. Never back in the paper. I don't even know if you said this earlier, but I was just thinking of like a posh brother, like in the wood, <laughs> rather than the hood, innit? Maybe that's what you said earlier. No. no. I'm not taking flame for that one. But I like that. that. That's your idea. That's your idea. But I just think it's hilarious that over here we can't go out, and in America they're meant to be a lockdown, and then 
10,000 of them marched up Capitol Hill, got into that chamber. Hold on, meant to be on lockdown. They're not, though, are they? That's what I'm saying. Well, they're meant to be staying at home and taking care of themselves. Which part? Depends where you are, doesn't it? Well, the whole of Washington was meant to be meant to be behaving yourselves, mate. But they got there. Nobody even thought, like, I like to know what's happening when I get there. Right? Okay, right, so we're going to break into Parliament, yeah? Well, and that's it. Well, no, what are we going to... Because then they got there all kind of like, do you want a picture of me? <laughs> you know, Taking well, video well, footage of yourself yeah, and that. And there was um, apparently a state governor as well was there. A state governor, someone who's like representing the state for the government was like... Delirious. Delirious. Mm-hmm. But what is interesting though is that like, all right, so they've shown that footage of all these people just marching down the corridor and then um, the, the woman got shot trying to climb through a window towards a man with a gun. There's, there's always steps in your life. You know, I've got kids. I tell them all the time, there's a step where you can go, that's not a good idea, right? Like, I've told you before when I was... like, So when um, Justin Bieber was 14, he had got his first recording contract. When Taylor Swift was 14, she uh, recorded her first album. When I was 14, I had to go to casualty because I tried to put a jar of pickled onions in my mouth at the same time. What I'm saying is, we're all at different levels of development, right? We're all at different stages of, this is not a good idea. Now, I would never dream of putting a whole jar of pickled onions in my mouth. But I'm at that stage of my journey of discovery. I was so, thinking to myself then, what percentage of people that entered Capitol Hill do you reckon checked in on Facebook, innit? I bet you there was at least one, bruv. I bet you there was at least one or two, at least ten people were like, check in. Want yeah. get a chance to do this again? Check in. <laughs> yeah, look at me, take my picture. Um, so, right, when we had the riots here a few years ago, my my mate's boy, he's like 14, and uh, his mum's going to, don't go out, don't go out. And he went, I'm not going to go out. And then when I kind of was in the kitchen, I said, listen, I know you're not going to go out, but when you're not out, remember to leave your phone at home. Because what they're going to do is, when the riots happen, they get CCTV, go through the phone records, come knock on the door. And he was like, how'd you know that? I'm like, it's common sense. It's not. It's just, if you're from that mindset, from that part of the world, you know automatically. If I'm going Capitol Hill, okay, flipping with my face and my checking on Instagram, having a lovely time storming Parliament. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like I say, I just thought it was ridiculous. But what I would like to see is the real footage. Because, all right, that's the footage of that bit. Just like when they showed the Black Lives Matter um, riots, they only showed the riots. So, so let me let me stick to you on this one, right? Because I realised this the other day when I was watching the footage. Obviously, you're watching it at first. My friend from America told me what was going on, as if to say, like, panic, like there's a coop sort of thing. She was panicked, isn't it, yeah? Um, we're, we're in the middle of a coup. A coop. A coup, right? <laughs> <laughs> Pigeons. <laughs> I'm going to break into power and keep pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> so she was telling me what was going on and I checked it out. It wasn't on the news here yet. So it was only about 10, maybe five minutes before it was on the news yeah. here. So I'm watching it and it was live on CNN and it was daylight. Yeah. So I'm watching it for a bit, just in the background. Um, and it got dark. And as it got dark, the National Guard come. Yeah. Like, oh, I see what I'm going now. Then yeah. the next scene, it was light, and I realised that was a scene from earlier. And at that moment, and it was still live. And at that moment, I realised I've been duped. I'm always being duped. They're showing me what they want to show me. Because exactly. if I just joined it, then, then that to me was live. It's 
I'd believe that it was now light over there. Do you know what I mean? And maybe they didn't. No, they wanted the thing, to put mate. a delay on it, not to show if something bad was. But what I'm saying is that it made me realise um, the Jill Scott Heron tune, which is uh, the revolution shall not be televised. And I used to not really ever get that tune until last week. I looked at it and just thought to myself, like, yeah, the revolution will not be televised. Because you won't see what you're seeing on television will not be the revolution. It'll be what they're showing you of. I'm not saying that was a revolution, but do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but this is my point, right? When they showed the Black Lives Matter riots, right? And they go, well, if black people did that, they all get shot, right? Marching to Capitol Hill. Well, they only get shot. But the Black Lives Matter, the amount of like rioting was very small in proportion to the peaceful demonstrations. And they just show you the violent bit. So you go, look at black people, they're burning down the town, right? Now, go to last week. The thing I can't understand is why no one's picked up on this. All those white people, they marched into Capitol Hill and they took some selfies and went home. They didn't burn nothing. Because that's what they're showing you to further feed that thing of we did it civilised, but, but they burned down their own neighbourhoods. So what I'd like to see is more footage of those, because you don't call the National Guard people just walked in and walked out again. There's probably some arse-kicking videos out there that we ain't seen. By the same token, with the Black Lives Matter one, you're going to get peaceful protests but well listen no... i've seen because i've got a lot of friends in america so i've got a friend in philly and she was just almost um overawed with um big up cat by the way but overall like the, the the community coming together and was showing me like video footage of all these kids like all different colors like with their teachers and that all together marching together all like all colors of the rainbow bruv like all together and yeah. that wasn't i didn't see that on no uk news i saw that from her I phone see it. i didn't see that narrative don't feel it. Like I said, when I went to America last time, I had dinner with some Trump fans. And it was fascinating because I'm fascinated by why do you think like you think? What has brought you to this point in your life where you think that's acceptable? And and I have views that you might not find acceptable, which is why I believe in freedom of speech. And I would quite happily sit down with anyone. And I mean anyone, a Nazi, a rapist, a pedophile, and just go, just tell me, how did you get to this stage in your life where you think this is acceptable? And then, you know, then I'll shoot you. But it's that thing of, I'm, I don't understand this this need to smash the shit out of stuff. This is it. But my, I don't know. The one thing I did want to say is, like, the, when there was the heavy-handed behaviour with the Black Lives Matter people, because some people will make the... I, I don't necessarily... We spoke about this in earlier things, yeah, about yeah. how people would have gone into those protests to kick off. And maybe there'd have been some some people that went into Capitol Hill may have been looking to be like peaceful or just following along with the crowd, got caught up in it all or whatever, right? And there'd be some people, a lot of people, or some people in the Black Lives Matter thing when it did kick off like that as well. And what I'm saying is, when in the Black Lives Matter thing, the police were being unruly with people, it wasn't just with black people, it was with people supporting that thing. Do you know what I mean? There was yeah. white people that were being yeah. unruly with as well. So when people feed you that narrative of of the racism, it's, to me it almost feels... I see that they were treated different to the Black Lives Matter people then, but not all the Black Lives Matter things to me were protests that ended up kicking off. Do you understand? There's, there's, well, I've got every, I know that's not the truth. No, but what they show you are the ones that kick off and then you would have yourself to think, oh yeah, yeah. well, they treated these people differently to the ones that... But I don't think they did. I think those protesters that went to Capitol last week, I think they got their ass spanked as bad as anyone else, right? But they're just not showing it on on national television. But I reckon there will be footage out there of them protesters getting a honey kicking and thinking, hang on, you're not meant to treat us like this. And there will be that sense of injustice. Because I've seen American troops all around the world. I've been out all around the planet and seen these guys, how they 
dictate foreign policy. And you see they're sending tanks to their own cities. They bombed, was it San Francisco in the 60s? So you go... Um, or I Cuba, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of them places, it was uh, Black Panthers, where they just, they they thought they'd hole up in a building and have a little shoot at, and instead they just bombed them. Um, so have a look. It's, it's amazing. But the Capitol Hill guys, I reckon at some stage, or, you know, that filming of them all just kind of walking in and going, USA, USA, marching in the chamber and taking selfies. Yeah. But I bet there's footage of them getting the bitch slapped out of them. But that doesn't fit into this whole narrative of a civilised protest. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, indeed. Go find it. Find it. If anyone finds it, put it in the box and let us know. I'll go find it. I'll have to look at it. Love to. Indeed. I'll ask you what, what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. I'm going to go and find it. I'll make it my job. Make it my job. Because you know what it is? It's about indignation. And it's this thing of... Because now everyone... Oh, man. Everyone's got this whole fake news nonsense thing where... If I... I go... Um, have you watched that thing on Netflix, 2020? I don't really know that. Mate, on Netflix, there's a really funny documentary from 2020. There's a bit on it where there's someone who's a White House spokesperson who would just go, good morning, and I'll say, good morning. And she'll say, why you say good morning? Well, you said it. No, I didn't. You did, but I've got it on film. I don't trust your videotape. I don't accept your concept of good morning. You're like, what? It's just that whole thing of, you know, people need to think, what is it you're looking at? What are you listening to? Yeah. No, for real. I don't know, man. I just think I, I personally, over the like first couple of weeks of this year, I've just decided to put my phone away for like a couple of hours every day or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And even them couple of hours, I realise how often I'm checking and looking at it. And it's almost like inviting other shit into your own shit, if you know what I mean, but without consciously knowing. So that's cool. If you want to ring a friend, you'll ring a friend, innit? Back in the day, if you wanted to go and see someone, you'd get up and you'd go and see them. Yeah. Like, because you want people. Whereas almost now, to a point, people have access or your your access becomes somewhat forced because of habit right checking your phone checking this check the news then i'll check sneakers app and see if there's any new trainers out and then i'll check the supreme app and see if there's anything on there i don't need no sneakers i don't need no supreme stuff do you know what i mean so i've just decided to put it away for a bit and in the first week i've realized that i check my phone a lot mate and it does influence like your ability to just chill and think for yourself the thing is there's stuff out that you can look at like on my facebook feed I go and look at right-wing politics and I look at left-wing politics. The algorithm must be going, this guy's crazy. Because I just want to go, all right, so I've read about that from that point of view. I wonder what the other point of view of it is. And it's just that whole thing of, so I believe that COVID is real. I believe there's a virus that's killing people. But I'm still listening to people who go, no, man, it's 5G, you get me? And like Bill Gates wants to put some oven chips in my arm. It's that, what? But I'll still listen to them because I think, okay, well, maybe you've got something I'm going to learn from you. So um, we're going to have to kick another one of these soon, man, because the world is changing quickly. But uh, all you Keep people quick. out there, like, seriously, share, subscribe, um, let people stay know safe. about what we're up to. Um, stay safe. I don't know. It's a weird one. Stay safe because no one's trying to stay harmed. Or Do, do you know what I mean? But, like, just right. look after yourselves. Look after those you love. I mean, be grateful for what you've got. We are the world. Yeah, it's a real man. Listen, get some get some Mufdoom in your life. Do you know tomorrow I'm gonna to think that's a shopping list. I'm gonna go, what is Mufdoom? I'm gonna because I'm a little old man now, I'm gonna be a Tesco's with my mask on going, Trust me, mate, I might have a few weeks of MF Doom tracks as my track, so like don't worry, they'll be there for you to get listen you, to. Get your Toby Keith going, bro. I dunno, I dunno, man. Would that not be like me getting another one of those Dukes of Hazard cars? What is it? Yeah, boy! Easy joke. Easy joke. 
Daisy Duke. I think you've you got a drag name. No. Hey, I'm Juicy Dick. <laughs> Not that. He's John Ryan. He is Jonathan Princeton. And, and we were. And we still are. We are, always. Brutally mm-hmm. Johnist. Big up, peeps. We don't know no lies. Where's the name?